You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our first guest today is Jason Duncan. He is the chief storyteller at Miller Farm Media. If you're looking for new and innovative ways to market your brand, Jason Duncan from Miller Farm Media is taking the hot seat today to share how the power of video is helping middle market companies to grow your business. This business talk show, Critical Mass Radio Show, airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. and Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. Of course, all of our shows can be heard live exclusively on OC Talk Radio, Orange County's only community radio station. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, maybe on iTunes or Stitcher or Spreaker, we do encourage you to listen live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience of CEOs of middle market firms, to improve your decision making skills. It gives me great pleasure to welcome you to the hot seat, Jason. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Rick. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure. Okay. First of all, let's start by talking about Miller Farm Media. Tell us a little bit about your firm. So, we're filmmakers. And we help companies use video to explain products, services, and ideas. Um, our services include everything from the creative process of figuring out what the video should be to cre- actually creating the video to developing strategies for how people will watch the video and how you'll lead the, the viewer down a path that hopefully lets them take some kind of action. You know, if it's sales, there's... There's a plan for that, and depending on, again, where you're going with... Is that where the storyteller part of your title comes in? Sort of understanding the uh, audience and helping them kind of follow the storyline? Is that where that came from, or...? Well, story is, it's the way we like to learn things. Okay. It's for, Since the beginning of time, man has loved story. Right. So it's it's a natural way for us to communicate, and, and that's why you know, we chose that as something that was very important to us. Okay. And I love your title. Every time I tell somebody your title, they uh, our engineer just gave me a thumbs up here live in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. Unsolicited, positive support for Jason Duncan's title. He is Steve, chief storyteller at Miller Farm Media. What was your background? How did you get into doing this? Well, I was a musician, and uh, after that I, I was a, a music teacher. But d- during that time, my wife and I were in college together, and she did a project that had she had to create a video, and she enlisted my brother and I to help. And he loved the process so much, he went out and bought all this equipment, and we got started that way. We started making videos for nonprofits. And, and then in 2003, when I kind of decided that teaching wasn't right for me, we kind of were you know, neck deep in this, and it seemed like a natural transition, especially having the the technique of story and, and music. Some of those things transfer to what we do today. Right. So you've seen, so 2003 to now, 2014, you've seen quite an evolution in the technology that a professional like you can use, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a huge change. I, really thinking back, I can't believe how far it's come in just 11 Almost twelve years, right? And it's a, for me, it's an interesting interrelationship between the enabling technology and the adoption of the concept of video, along with bigger internet ability to move video images. It's sort of like it's all just come together around the same time, hasn't it? And and the use of video is becoming. And our audience are 
CEOs of middle market firms, hundred million dollars, two to hundred million dollars firms. Not that long ago, Jason, that would be it would be hard for me to imagine that many of those firms could afford to regularly put video on their website. Yeah, there was we we were, we were early adopters for website video. Uh, we were doing it in two thousand three. It wasn't as easy as now. And if you did video for a company at that time, you did one, and maybe you did one every five years. Right. And it better last a long time, right? Yes. It better be good because right. it's not the last, yeah. But now that's not the case. No, no. And, and uh, I'm talking with Jason Duncan. He's chief storyteller at Miller Farm Media. And I've known Jason before this interview, and we've had conversations. I, I've seen his work, and I've been very impressed with it. That's why I've asked him to be a guest on our radio show today. Your focus as well as on YouTube and understanding how the strategy with using YouTube for middle market firms. Is is that a fair thing for me to say? Yeah. Our goal is to help clients understand social video. So YouTube is a big part of that. Okay. Um, but also how that feeds into their website and, and, again, leads people through a plan that the client has to reach their goals. So if I have two websites to pick from, Jason, and one has a bunch of text and pretty pictures and one has a three-minute video, what does your research suggest me as the average viewer will do? All the research does does point to that you'll go to the video first. There are some ex- exceptions, of course, but of course. the average person will watch a video before they'll slog through text. It's such a natural way of telling a story, right? And it's such a powerful medium to tell your story. I'm so excited that this is becoming such readily available and so many people are adopting it. We only have about a minute left before the f- first commercial break, so the first segment is quickly coming to an end. I wanted to ask you about the process you go through, but I'm afraid that if I ask you that, that is not a one-minute answer, is it? It, it, Probably not, no. Okay, so we're going to take a break early, Mr. Engineer, because I want to give Jason Duncan enough time to answer that question as well as a few others that I have. If you're the CEO of a middle market firm and you're considering using video or you're currently using video, stay around. We have a lot more to talk about that you can directly apply in your business. We'll be back in a few short minutes. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. I'm speaking with Nikki Patel, Vice President, Real Estate Group for Commercial Bank of California. Nikki, can you share with our audience Commercial Bank of California's approach to real estate lending? Commercial Bank of California's approach to real estate lending ties into all types of investment properties, real estate, commercial, industrial buildings, multi-tenant, multi-use types of properties. We finance all uh, motels, hotels, um, anything that a investor is looking to finance would probably fall into what we would help them finance. We help them structure loans. We help them get interest rates. We help 
an investor who even in the first time wants to invest in a small multi-tenant retail property will assist them in getting into that building. It could be owner-occupied. It could be an investment property. It could be a medical office. You know, our approach to is to get our borrowers, qualified borrowers, into a good investment property. We're in the Orange County market, in out-of-state, or L.A. market. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.cbcal.com or at our new headquarters at 19752 MacArthur Boulevard in Irvine. Today's businesses are embracing voice over IP telephones and unified communication desktop technologies to more effectively communicate and collaborate with their customers, suppliers, and colleagues. The Reliatel management software from Tone Software Corporation helps organizations of all sizes manage their communications technologies to ensure great voice quality and better levels of service and reliability throughout their business. Through Reliatel, you'll gain higher return on investments from VoIP and unified communications technologies while lowering the associated operational support and maintenance costs. Learn more. Visit www.tonesoft.com or call 800-833-8663 for information on Reliatel by Tone Software, the solution for quality business communications. And welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. Jason Duncan is our guest this segment. He is Chief Storyteller at Miller Farm Media. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 18,000 episodes over the past 30 days. We appreciate your continued and growing support. If you don't currently subscribe to the podcast, go to your favorite podcasting software, type in the words Critical Mass Radio Show, and we do three shows a week. You'll automatically get our updates chocked full of great information for CEOs running middle market firms. Jason, now let's talk about the process you go through with your clients. I mean, how do you help them to not only develop but put a strategy and market the brand through video and digital media? Well, it isn't an easy process. Um, It starts with a lot of questions. And from the first phone call, that's the first thing we tell you. We've got a lot of questions. We don't have a lot of answers. But if you can bear with the questions, we promise that, you know, it's kind of the Mr. Miyagi moment. You know, we, you, you, you think that we're crazy and, and wasting your time, but then at the end you go, oh, well, I, I see it now. You know, okay. We weren't just having us wax the cars. So the idea is that uh, we have a strategy to walk people through. We've, we've taken the time to think about this process, and that, that strategy allows us freedom to, to find each unique company's needs and really what their problem is. We don't, we, you know, video production is what we do. But it's not, it's not why people call us. They call us because they have a problem. Okay. And we, we want to be problem solvers. We want to figure out what that problem is. And oftentimes people don't realize really what it is. And then how do we get them through a process to not only create a video, but, but you know, get their target audience in, in, in front of that video. So, Jason Duncan, is it your experience that when you take them through this process, they know the answers to the questions or the questions cause them to start to think maybe a little deeper or differently about the project? I think it's both. Okay. I mean, the challenge is that video is a creative process. Yes. And anything creative is messy. Right. If, if you've ever done, if you ever built a house, I haven't. No, I haven't either. But I've, I, be, I've seen them being built. I've seen them being built. I know people have had them built, and I, I know that there's a, there's a point in that process where you think this is never going to get done. <laughs> you know, that there's. A, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that we work hard to do is is make our clients comfortable in knowing that you know 
these are the things you're going to feel along the way. Right. And it's it's natural. And we're here to hold your hand and get you through, you know, those those awful moments of this process. Well, I think that's very powerful and and important what you do as as you explained it because in the few in the limited experience I have with video projects, either directly or watching them being done, there's a lot that gets found out through the process that if you could have spent the time in advance, you might have been it might be more effective and efficient to get it done if you spent the time thinking it before you get in the middle of the project or you see the output and you go, oh, right? And and so I would think that you've learned through experience to take the time on the front end to prepare for the project. Yes, and we've even had clients come to us afterward and said, you know, because of the process you led us through, we're okay. actually rewriting our entire marketing stuff because we were going the wrong direction. Wow. So, I mean, that's not always the case, but we've no. had, that's happened, you know, quite often, actually. Right. So the video actually becomes to the core of kind of their marketing, isn't it? It's not just a, a thing on the side to help deliver the message. It actually becomes part of the message, it sounds like. It, it helps them to, to help them shape their message better, for sure. Right. All right. Well, we're talking with Jason Duncan. I'd love to ask this question of guests occasionally on the radio show, probably pretty frequently. Of all the things you've learned in your business experience, been doing this since the early 2000s, slightly after the turn of the century, do you have a guiding principle that you use, that you're using to lead and grow Miller Farm? We called the the agency Miller Farm Media because I grew up in northern Maine, and my grandparents had a farm. And I'm a long ways from that now. I mean, we're 3,000 miles from that. But thinking back to my grandparents and using their name i've got to i've got to watch myself you know and we grew up like probably a quarter of a mile from my grandparents and there were no houses in between their house was up on a hill and our, our house was in the valley on some of what had been my grandfather's land at, um, before he retired and they were always watching us mm-hmm. you know in, in not a creepy way but you know in, in, in a way that you know right. in a protecting kind of way uh-huh. and i still i still feel like you know having that name is 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 what helps keep us on on the right track that's very powerful. For those of you that are listening on radio, you may want to watch our YouTube video, which is up on our Critical Mass YouTube channel, to get a sense for how important that name is to my guest, Jason Duncan, and he is Chief Storyteller at Miller Farm Media. You know, one of the things that we talked about off mic during the uh, commercial break was how you help people put together a video strategy, and and I think that is Uh, I scratched out a question to put this one in because I think this is important for my audience of CEOs of middle market firms to kind of get their head around. So can you give us a little bit of that here on the show? Yeah, I mean, in in America and in Orange County in particular, there are tons of people that could create a video. I mean, video is what you can record on your cell phone. Um, But when it comes to figuring out how people are actually going to watch that, only 10% of companies are using video to, to identify and score leads. So there's a great opportunity for businesses to think strategically about how do I lead my viewer from, let's say, social video on YouTube or, or Instagram or, or wherever it's going to be, through to my website so that they buy my stuff mm-hmm. or you know whatever the call to action needs to be in that. And it, the best opportunity actually right now we're seeing is for, for B2B companies. Really? Because there aren't a lot of B2B companies doing any video at all because it's, there's a disconnect. It's always been something for you know, B2C. Television has driven that for years, and television is a great and still a very effective tool. Uh-huh. But when it comes to B2B, you don't need all that exposure. You have a very targeted, focused group of people you need to reach. Right. Well, through video and, and all the, the marketing strategies that go into it through social media, you can target in on you know what they like for breakfast, essentially, mm-hmm. and, and push your content, your, or at least your content targeted towards them. That's interesting because I think 
B2B is learning lessons from B2C in this area, and that's maybe good that we didn't, uh, I say we because I'm a B2B vendor as well, it let them kind of do some things that we can learn from. One of the things that you had shared with me earlier in, in one of the conversations that we had is that there are certain types of videos that are kind of required or you would suggest your clients have on YouTube. In other words, you don't always just put the same type of video up there. I know I'm going off script with you a little bit, but c- could you just give our audience a little bit of benefit of your expertise in that area? Yeah, YouTube recommends that you have eight pieces of content to launch. And YouTube's not the only place that, that your video should be, but it's they're the biggest player. I mean, they're actually tied with Facebook for top social media sites, so that's very important to use them strategically. And then we call that foundational content. Those are the things like getting to know your company. And these should be short videos. These are top of the... The, you know the funnel videos in terms of marketing okay so keeping them very short very concise if you've got more to say create more videos okay um, we then move companies from that to something that's episodic something that gives you a reason to come back and again continues to move you through that funnel hopefully leads you to the company website and then the last piece that we recommend is tentpole which there are four of those that we recommend creating in a year those are your bigger moments those are the, where you spend most of your marketing dollars on okay think of them as your super bowl moments right um and if if you're a, 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 I like to use florist as an example because florist has easy calendar dates. You know, it's it's Christmas, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, and usually some kind of patriotic holiday. Those are their four big events throughout the year. Right. So it's important to, to have those pieces of content for a, for a beginning strategy on YouTube. So bang the gong, Mr. Engineer. We look for teachable and learning moments here. And Jason Duncan, the chief storyteller at Miller Farm Media, just gave us something to think about as you put your strategy together for how you're going to use YouTube to attract clients because I, I think that's the holistic approach that you have to have. You have to you have to realize what you're doing and put context to it. And you gave us a, a, a great thing to remember, and we're going to highlight that in, in what we put out. So what's the future hold for Miller Farm Media? Where, where do you see the brand, the firm going? Um, we've got some we've – got, what, what can I share, I guess, is the, is the big thing. Um, we're continuing to, to grow this idea for, for business to business. That's huge for us in the next year. We've got some other moves within some other types of content we're going to start creating in terms of – it's all related around video, maybe some TV shows in the works and that kind oh, of thing. So Really? Very excited about what's coming in, in the future. That is exciting. And um, I know that I, I, I think I first encountered your brand at a live event at one of the local colleges. Uh, where you were actually doing the live video capture. Is that a part of what your service is as well? It is uh, for university. Okay. Uh, it's it's essentially anything a company could use when it comes to video. So okay. it's you know, everything from the very creative and, and high level, anything that could be animated or thinking, again, Super Bowl-type commercial, to something very, as simple as an interview. Right. That's all important part of how a company should use video strategy, and, and none of them are... Are, are wrong it's just knowing when the right time to use those different styles are okay and, and without asking you for a quote today is it your experience that a company with two to a hundred million dollars can accommodate a marketing budget to do the type of videos that we've talked about here today yeah it takes a little bit of planning because it's, it's something new for companies it's it's not it's not an easy price but it's it's right. something that it's very attainable for a company that wants to to add this to their marketing mix and it, it really is it needs to be part of a bigger strategy you need to have social media and pr and a good website and it's all it's all important to it's a holistic approach really right and that's where some of the middle market ceos become get to get a little overwhelmed is it in the holistic approach of, of it but starting with a strategy makes it a lot easier and it sounds like that's part of your point of differentiation at miller farm media is really helping them to develop a strategy that video falls into. Yes, and then working with whether other agencies they're using to to make it part of their overall marketing plan. Right. All right. 
If someone would like to learn more about your firm, and I suggest they should, how do they find you online? They can visit us at millerfarmmedia.com. Okay. If, and we're, go ahead. we're on the YouTubes and the Twitters and all those places, too. <laughs> I would hope so. And everybody would be very good videos out there as well. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the other thing, right? We can get a, we get a sense for the quality of your firm based on the output of your product. Yeah, I would hope so, yes. Right. And that should be a, a very good indication of the kind of quality of work that you would get from working with Jason and his team. Thanks for being a friend of the program, giving of your time, sharing a little bit of what you know for my audience, and being a part of our Critical Mass community. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Jason Duncan. All right, our second guest will be coming up after the break. His name is Jeff Blanton, and he is president of the Blanton Group. So don't go anywhere, because we're going to talk about promoting business growth and how Jeff helps middle market firms grow their revenue. We'll be right back after these words from our commercial sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year? Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. UPS Protection has been protecting systems in the U.S. against brownouts, blackouts, and poor quality power for over 25 years. We provide power protection systems, including UPS, lighting inverters, generators, and service for clients from coast to coast. We specialize in solving all your power needs. As a direct reseller of the best brands in the industry, including Liebert, Powerware, and APC, we can solve all your power protection needs. Protecting your power is our main goal. We offer on-site or depot repair of our critical equipment. To better serve your budget constraints, UPS Protection also offers both reconditioned and new products. 
Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Franzi, and uh, as promised, Jeff Blanton is here in the studio. Uh, if you're interested in reaching an audience demographic that is 98% business owners and executives, you should consider advertising on the radio show. Many have found it to be the exact answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of our program, through social media, and other ways. As well as with our exclusive prospect engagement program, Critical Mass Radio Show delivers 24 24 warm prospects to each of our platinum advertisers each year. If you'd like to learn more about how you can use Critical Mass Radio Show not only to gain awareness for your brand, but also engagement with prospects and create raving customers, then call Rose Chamorro at 951-515-4661. That's 951-515-4661. Four six six one. I would uh, suggest you wait, not calling her if you're listening live, because she's sitting here in the studio with us right now, and we don't want to distract her while she's listening to all the great pearls of wisdom that Jeff Blanton, senior managing partner, Transcendence Advisors, is here in the studio to give us. Tell me a little bit about, first of all, the name of the firm, and what is it that you do? The name of the firm. All right. Yeah, we're going to the next level here, Rick. Let's we're going right to we're we're transcend. Go to, okay. All right. I'm <laughs> How's with that you. Sound? I'd like that. <laughs> I'll be floating in the sky pretty soon here. So what do you want to know about transcendence? What do you do? Well, we focus on business growth. So our whole goal is I'll go into companies and help them 2X, 3X their business. And it's all value-driven. It's really how do you take the whole organization, move it forward, not just bottom-line dollars and cents, but how do you create an organization and a business that's got great value and significance in the marketplace? So do you have a system, a process? What is what is it that you're bringing into the firm that they didn't have before they engaged with you, Jeff Blaine? Well, I think what's really unique about us relative to most of the other folks out there is we're very holistic about our approach on this. So we do everything from looking at the strategy to looking at the leadership, helping them to evolve as well. All the individual functional departments bringing the expertise needed to uh, move them to the next level. Change management's another big piece we do, which is not typically found. We have uh, real expertise on how do you actually get big projects done. And the last piece, which is really unique, is uh, we help companies get capitalized, so bringing money to the fray. So as you know, it takes jet fuel if you want to grow. So we have the ability to help companies do that as well. So how long have you been doing this? Well, Transcendence is actually a pretty new entity. We've been at it for about six months. So Transcendence is the combination of my business, which was Waypoint Leadership, which focused on big strategic project execution. And Jan Ibe, my partner, had a company called Synergy, Uh which uh, helps uh, bring capital to to companies. Okay. So what's your background? My background? (laughs) So I have an engineering degree. Get out of town. Yes, I do. Wow. I don't engineer anything, but I do have an engineering degree. Okay. My career started working for a big corporate, Honeywell, Toshiba, uh, Westinghouse. Then I had uh, some gigs with Middle Market, moving into a senior management positions. My last corporate job uh, was a pretty successful uh, startup in the medical device space. Mm. And then in 2001, I said, uh, let's go do what I'm really supposed to do, because my focus has always been around helping companies execute big projects, and that's what Waypoint Leadership did. Okay. So that's great. Have you been in Southern California this entire time? Yes. Okay. Good call. Why leave it, right? All right. I like to ask the guests 
what we call as our guiding principle question. So I might be going off your script a little bit here, but of all the things, Jeff, you've learned in your business experience from consulting and working with clients, do you have an overarching philosophy belief system for how you're now leading your firm? And if so, can you share what I call your guiding principle with my audience? Well, I think the most important thing in all organizations is really about the people. At the end of the day, it's really, that's the engine of an organization. So the ability to really... um, Get people to step up into their role. We even call mastery. Uh-huh. You know, this is what I do. This is who I am. And letting people actually have that ability to do that, starting with the leadership. So mm-hmm. if the leaders grow, they're and the business grows, and that kind of creates a vacuum for everyone else to step into and uh, you know do big things. Okay. So um, it really starts with uh, how do you really take the people to the next level? That's excellent. Thank you for sharing that with us. And uh, we're talking with Jeff Blanton. He is president, president, managing partner, managing at partner. Transcendence and uh, advisors, which has been around how long now, you said? About six months. About six so months. A new entity. So tell me the type of clients that hire you, engage with you. Are they, uh, you know, so we have lower middle market firms that listen to the show, Jeff. Two to $100 million generally are the mm-hmm. CEOs and, and presidents that listen to our show. So talk to me a little bit about the type of clients that you can help. So our target market is uh, really around $20 million to about $150 million. That's, okay. that's the group we're looking at. And we're very excited about uh, working in the exit space. Here we are. We're the baby boomers now, right, Rick? And uh, we're coming to the end of our fray. So as you know, the numbers are pretty amazing out there. It's about $10 trillion, I heard, that's going to exchange hands and businesses over the next 10 to 15 years. And so where we want to show up in that fray are the companies that are looking to uh, do something in the next three to five years. So if you're looking to exit in the next three to five years, let's, let's exit big. So the whole idea is how do we take this business Create extra, uh, increase the value in the business two x three x, and that's what, that's our focus. So, so it's really coming in for the last big hoorah. So that sounds very uh, enticing, right? I can't imagine many business owners wouldn't want to ramp the business up as they prepare to exit. And I've had other people on to help people exit businesses, owners, and they say it's a three- to five-year kind of process to really do it properly. Is Is that what you're suggesting as well? Yes. And why is that? You know, it's it's a slow process. I mean, to grow is change, and change is always hard. So it's a very evolving process, and it goes back to also why uh, we have a holistic approach to it. It really needs to be a very balanced approach. I mean, you can't have one department that's not working well while another one's re- working really well. Right. So, I mean, you really have to be moving the nut forward in all areas to successfully in, have sustainable growth in the business. So it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, a slow process of really sorting through what needs to be done and then knocking things off one at a time. So when you go in with this approach, are there, you know, it's probably, uh, let me see how I ask this question to get an answer other than no. No way. <laughs> you're exactly. You're nuts. Every, everyone's unique. Um, but do you, is there a certain methodology that you use? I mean, is it your experience working with these size companies that there are certain areas that you need to go to first to fix or at least to get on the right track to enable the rest of the company to follow suit? And if so, what is that? Well, I'm going to say it's all about fundamentals anyways. I mean, really, if you're going to be successful, it means you're doing the fundamentals right. So I don't care if you're playing football or learning to play the piano. There's fundamentals have to be in place. And so that's the first place to look and say, are we are we doing the, the right things in all the various parts of By the business? By fundamentals, you mean what? Oh, you know, the marketing fundamentals. Okay. Uh, manufacturing, having good supply chain, just doing all the things you should be doing to have whatever a really it is, robust Whatever the business. business model is, right. it needs to be smooth and efficient and more. Right, because if it's not, you can't grow. Because if right. the business is consumed by just trying to get the product out, of the, out the door on a day-to-day basis, there's no opportunity to put resources, you know, people or money, on the future. Okay. 
So you have to first come in and be able to get the business running at a level that says now we can spin off some resources and now we can get excited about moving forward. Okay, so I would imagine that this kind of, you're getting hired by the CEO business owner. This is the CEO. This is the person who's you know got command of the whole organization, and maybe the CFO gets involved in that a bit if the organization has a CFO. What is your experience in working with the executive team relative to bringing them on board with your holistic approach? Well, sort of interesting because back to the guiding principles and all that, at the end of the day, the organization, in my opinion, is going to be as good as the senior team is. So wherever they're at today is really a reflection of them. Right. So that means if we're going to do something significant, so not just little minor changes, but really move the nut forward, it really means these guys and girls have to say, all right, I'm willing to change. I'm willing to take on some new and exciting uh, things in my life and start to look at the world a little differently right. and to move this nut forward. So at the end of the day, it really all starts with them. It starts with the leadership team. So when we go in to talk to companies, we're there to try and understand where they are sort of operationally, but we're also trying to filter through the senior team and say, are these folks really wanting to do something? Mm-hmm. We, you know, We have pointed questions around, what's your vision? Where do you want to go? If they don't have one, right. uh, they're probably not a good client for us. Okay. And sometimes they have a different vision, don't they? I mean, I would think in your questioning, the, you might help the CEO to discover that even the people on her leadership team may have a slightly different version of what the future state is. For sure. <laughs> That's not an uncommon thing. Right. Which is a problem. Right. You've got to not only work on the fundamentals of the business, but if you're going to set the company in a direction, it needs to have a very similar point towards which they're heading. And to that point, one of the things that we like to do that I think is kind of unique is is really going back to really the core of the leader. And so not just the leadership team, but the leader, okay. the business owner, the CEO, and really coming back and saying, you know, when you started this business 20, 30 years ago, what, what was it you were mm-hmm. really were trying to do? And have you hit that? And really trying to understand who they are. Okay. Because once again, we're, we're talking about change. And the person who's really got to change is going to start with the, with the leader. Right. He, there's no silver bullets in this thing. Like we come in and turn some knob and it gets better. If you really want to move the business forward. You mean there's just not a knob in there that you turn? Well, we turn a lot of knobs, but you know, we haven't found that magic. Darn, I was hoping there was just one knob. <laughs> we're going to get well, that out of you in the next we segment. Found, we found the magic knob to be the leader of the organization. <laughs> so we even drill back into like, who are you? What, what do you bring to the party? What are your strengths? What are your skills? Are you playing to that? Right. What's motivating you? What gets you excited? What's going on in the business? Not just you know trying to drive the bottom line, but what, what would really motivate you? So if you kind of go back to the market we're playing in, I mean, my, my perfect picture at the end of a five-year run is, yeah, we doubled or tripled the bottom line, but also everyone's crying because you're leaving, Rick, and everyone said, man, that was the best ride I ever right. had. Those last three, five years. Yeah, it was amazing. I've grown. Look where right. we are today. I've taken on – I mean, that's the sort of story you want to hear. So we want to build that kind of value in the organization. Oh. But that's only going to come from the leader who's really stepping out and saying, how do we go get this thing done? And start to right. paint some vision above and beyond just like, oh, let's just get profit. But, you know, where else are we going to do here? Right. I, uh, we only have about two minutes till our next commercial break, Jeff. But I found it interesting – the way you question the founder who is the CEO about their initial vision for the business because it, it's kind of interesting that maybe you helped them to bring it full circle right you started this business for a reason and right. maybe you didn't get there can we help you get there well as you know it's hard it is hard <laughs> and we get very caught up in the day to day business and I mean how many businesses just get stuck we get to a certain level and that's where we are and that's right. sort of our capabilities and and even kind of lose our passion often, right? I mean, in some cases, I think people just want to put some, you know, lipstick on the pig and say, let's just get out of here. I'm, I'm tired. Right. So um, 
our program is about getting people excited and motivated and saying, okay. I see a new hill, and let's go take the hill. That, that's where we want to play. And hence the name Transcendence, Transcendence Advisors. So in our tagline or our mission statement is we want to be a catalyst. So we want to be the guys that really start to get you excited, start thinking about the possibilities of what this business could be, and we want to be a guide. We want to be the folks that are standing there walking this walk with you up to the top of the hill. Excellent. We're talking with Jeff Blanton, and we will continue the conversation. I'm going to spend a little bit of time on the lipstick on the pig idea when we come back. So don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back after these words from our sponsors. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.svnonline.com. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, uninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. There's something positive about the word up. When things are looking good, they're looking up. When someone's down, you cheer them up. So how do you move up? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up, Brandman University. Brandman is ranked by U.S. News and World Report as one of the nation's top 10 universities for online bachelor's programs. Brandman's online graduate programs in business and education also receive top honors. So look us up at brandman.edu. Brandman University. Move up. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Jeff Blanton of Transcendence Advisors is our guest in the studio. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. Not all of you listen to us live on octalkradio.net, and we appreciate our podcasting listeners. Last month, you downloaded over 18,000 episodes of our radio show. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. Of course, all of the shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, hundreds of business websites whose CEOs have been our guests on our show and the company has put the player on their website, as well as other business-oriented podcasting services. You know, Jeff, I joked a little bit before the break about coming back and talking about the lipstick on the pig, but, Mm -hmm. you know, off mic we were sort of talking about, there were some tough years for baby boomer business owners, you know, eight, nine, ten, whatever they might be, but they were more than one year, multiple years across a lot of different industries, and I've sensed somewhat of a, it was disheartening. Right, sure. So help me to understand, knowing that, being in that generation, how do you deal with that when you get in and you start to talk to the CEO of a middle market company and her or his leadership team? So 
One of the things um, when I look at the marketplace, I think there's a little bit of a 80-20 rule, right? Okay. So if there's 100 people in the room and I'm talking about what we do about growing the business and our approach, maybe 20 people will get excited and go, yeah, 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 I want to go take a hill. Okay. I'm going to 80-20 that. <laughs> okay. I think you're down to the four that really, really want to go do something. So it's not for everybody. Um, I mean, it's for people that really want to go, you know, really go climb a hill. Because it sounds like hard work. Well, it is very hard work. It's really hard work, and there's lots of challenges and there's lots of problems. Right. But how do you get people sort of excited? So w- one is I'm going to just go back to sort of my personal mission. And my personal mission, when I landed on it, kind of changed the whole world for me, and that is that uh, I'm here to mobilize possibilities. Mm. So I have this weird knack, and when I'm sitting with people, I can get more excited about your thing than, than you are. <laughs> okay. And that energy has a way of kind of passing back to you. It's and infectious. You walk, yeah, yeah, and you walk away and you go, oh, I, what do we do with this thing? Right. And um, some people have that ability, and then also see you, I walk away. The good news for me is I'm an execution guy, so then we can help you kind of take the ball and carry forward. So as I was speaking earlier about really getting back to the what, what we were trying to do, what's the real drivers, what's the motivators here? I think if we start to get more on a personal level what they're trying to achieve, the business outcome will be what the business outcome is. Okay. So you start focusing on some of the other things, not just not just the bottom line, but some of the emotional drivers. That's what starts to create the momentum and the excitement. That's actually what gets people to start to follow you because you're after some big thing in life. Right. So you start to paint the picture a little different than maybe we have been doing in the past. That's, that's exciting. And, and, and being an operations guy, I ran a manufacturing company before I left the corporate world and, and began doing peer groups. It's the devil's in the details, and when you're executing, there's always a little bit more that you need to get done, right? And so to have someone come in who's with you for the long haul and who's willing to go into the weeds with you to find what needs to be fixed to allow you to release the latent potential in the business, I think is a very important role that your firm plays for your clients. Well, I'd like to add in uh, along those lines as you're describing. I mean, there's like so many challenges, right? And so uh, we have our three C's. It's called the courage, the capabilities, and conviction. The last piece is conviction. And conviction is all about this stuff is really hard, and uh, your metal is going to get tested because problems are going to pop up that you never, never expected. And, uh, but as you know, often the big opportunity is in the problem. It's just a matter of how did you address that problem. So in our methodology, we actually have a process of saying, how do you turn problems into possibilities? Okay. So when these problems show up and you either go, you know, fight or uh, flight, right, or let's go fire somebody, as a leader, you need to be stopping and going, wait a minute. Thank goodness the problem's here. I knew they were coming. <laughs> and so one, let's, let's get excited about it. There must be something good in this for us rather right. than freaking out. And then two is uh, the philosophy is just stop. I got this great story. I uh, used to do a bunch of work in India. One time I was in this car and something happened. Next thing you know, we're surrounded 360 degrees by motorbikes and taxis and they're all honking their horns. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And the, my driver turns to me and says, when you know what to do, just stop. And like magic, all of a sudden everybody just went away. <laughs> so the same thing here. Someone threw a hand grenade in the room, let the smoke clear, right. just stop, reassess. And then the next thing is ask the question. Will this kill me? Will this kill the business? And as you know, 99% of the time it won't. It's never as bad as you think it's going to be. Right. The fourth step in the process, get people back to work. You've been on the 405. You're driving along, chugging along, just waiting and waiting for the traffic to clear. And finally you see the flashing lights, and you get to the flashing lights, and you look over. It's not even your side. It was on the other side. <laughs> people love to be spectators, right? Yeah, right. So get through that. And then the fifth step is people are back to work. Now let's go solve the problem. But let's solve the problem in an entirely different way. We use uh, appreciative inquiry. So what you're really doing is saying, 
we know what the problem is, but what do we really want out of this? And so it's a whole process that actually looks for a really powerful, positive outcome in all your problems. And you call that appreciative inquiry? Appreciative inquiry. It's not, it's not our technology. It's actually something that's been around for a while sure. for big social change, but it's a fantastic way for solving problems in a really positive way. Wow. Small to big. We're talking with Jeff Blanton, and he is sharing just some of the work that his firm does helping companies, which you said, 25 to $150 million? Yeah. Really achieve breakthrough results, that's, multiples of that's our revenue goal. and bottom line performance. If you just want to bump up the performers, we're probably not the right guys for Okay. You. We only have a few minutes left here on the show. I hate to ask this because you're such a positive guy, but I'm going to ask you anyway. Did you learn a valuable lesson from a difficult experience ever in your background? Did you have one of those things where you, at the time it felt painful almost maybe, but you look back on it and I go, well, that was a lesson that I'm glad that I learned? I had a really painful experience. I, this is back in my corporate life, and um, I had a director's position in a middle market-sized company, and it was actually doing pretty good. We had turned the department around. We are launching products. We are doing all the things we are supposed to be doing, but in a bigger scheme of things, there was changes going on. And um, I wasn't sure where they were going, so I go to my vice president. I said, you know, what's, what's going on? How's this all going to shake out? And he turns to me and he says, here's, here's the deal, Jeff. i got three directors, and I need one, and you're not it. Oh, my God. So my first reaction, Rick, was I was pissed, right? I go off, had a few beers with my buddies. I'm out, and then, But I come back the next day, and I do what I do. I doubled down. I worked harder, did better job, did, did what I, was, I thought was the right thing to do. When two months later, we had a corporate-wide layoff. And I get laid off. I was almost surprised. I go, well, what, what's this all about? Right. Then I realized he told me. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened and what I recognized in that was I had this really deep belief that I learned probably from my parents that said, if you do hard work and do a good job, it's all going to work out perfectly. That's well, right. that's a big lie, right? That's not really true. And so when you start talking about doing change, one of the issues is some of our beliefs that we hold dear are probably not quite right. And killing a belief is not easy. No, it's not. But recognizing and having people help you kind of recognize what those beliefs are that aren't working for you anymore is one of the keys to uh, really growing yourself personally and growing the business. So that was a that was a tough lesson learned that my parents lied to me, but uh, <laughs> right. we can take that one to the back. I'm sure they had the best intentions. <laughs> they had the best intentions. <laughs> they didn't mean anything they, by it. They still actually believe it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe for some people it works. I don't know, but I'm getting your point. Jeff Blanton is our interesting guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show today. Uh, before I ask you for your website and how people get in touch with you, I, I just I, I want to pick at this belief a bit because in, a, in companies with $25 million to $150 million in revenue, they have a number of employees, mm-hmm. a number of many times long-term employees. Sure. There's a lot great loyalty that I've seen from the CEO owner to those people that have got him or her to the point that they are. Is that ever a challenge? How is that a challenge for you? And how do you address that when you come in and you realize that maybe one of the beliefs that the CEO has is this is the right person and it's not the right person? Yeah, I mean, we spoke earlier. I said one of my core beliefs, it's all about people, right? right. And so you got to have the right people on the team if you're going to go be successful. And so, I mean, that is always a really difficult challenge if you recognize that one of these people that uh, has you know, a great relationship with the CEO, if they can't cut the mustard, then we got some real problems. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's their call, but part of our job is there to say, here's what it means not to do it. Mm-hmm. So if your real goal is to go climb that hill, and for the good of everyone else in the organization, that's what you say you got to do, are you willing to continue to do what you're doing with this particular individual? And at the end of the day, they got to decide. So if there's the 25% of the 25% of the companies that are going, this guy is talking my language, and I need to know more about what he's doing, how do they find you online? Our website is www.transcendenceadvisors.com. Could you spell that for me? Now you're, now you're pushing me. <laughs> what? It's your name. Uh, I'm not trying to be unreasonable with you. That's anyway. why we abbreviated the, uh, the email, because I can't spell. Well, it's okay. T-R-A-N. 
C E N D E N C E. Okay, it wasn't a test I at all, I but I, right. <laughs> I just for the rest of you, I'm sure if you get close, that Google's going to know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I want to thank you for being a friend of the program, welcoming you to the critical mass community, and wish you nothing but con- continued success in what you're doing, Jeff. Well, Blanton. thank you, Rick. This was a lot of fun. It was a lot I'd of love fun. Love to do it again. Okay, well, take them up on that, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have Jeff Blanton on a later date in 2015. I would like to thank our advertisers because without them, we wouldn't be here probably. Bramman University Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox. MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, S&H Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Production. If you'd like to reach out on me to me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Rick Franzi. Our Twitter handle is CEO Peer Groups. And again, if you have podcasting software, type in Critical Mass Radio Show and subscribe to our podcast. We do three radio shows a week. We'd love to have you as a follower. Our audience keeps continuing to grow. If you'd like to learn more about our business, Critical Mass 4, F-O-R, business.com is our website. And until the next show, I hope that all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 